Good afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up. A few minutes in the middle of the week to think about astronomical things. Out there in the farthest reaches of our solar system, beyond even the touch of our sun, are two small spacecraft hurtling their way into deep interstellar space. Their lonely mission is almost over, having taken pictures and measured conditions around other planets and the magnetic fields in outer space. They are now making their way to the great beyond. Launched in 1977, the Voyagers is my favorite space mission. One of the reasons is that they were designed so long ago without modern computers and technology, and yet, like my Moulinex food mixer, built around the same time, still going strong. But unlike my trusty food mixer, whose moving parts are all in sound working order, at least the ones that came with it from that 1980s car boot sale, most of the Voyager's scientific instruments have had to be shut down. Without functioning solar panels, which are now too far from the sun, the craft have had to rely for energy to keep their instruments powered on radioisotope thermoelectric generators. These work by converting the heat from the decay of radioisotope fuel, plutonium-238 in this case, into electricity. They're basically nuclear batteries and they're finally running out of juice losing a predictable 4 watts per year. While the Voyagers don't need that power for propulsion, it's essential to their ability to collect scientific readings of far-flung charged particles and magnetic fields. So far, humanity's only opportunity to sample that data in interstellar space. A couple of years ago, NASA began exploring ways to keep the Voyagers' instruments running as long as possible. The first move in 2019 was to start turning off the heaters for scientific instruments. That worked. The devices kept working despite temperatures dropping a further 50 degrees Celsius, much colder than the conditions they'd been tested in, but it still wasn't enough. This is a tale of energy conservation, something South Africans are getting our fill of, with our source of energy being cruelly rationed, just like the Voyagers. At the end of March this year, a NASA team initiated an energy-saving strategy on Voyager 2 that dips into some reserve power meant to protect systems from voltage spikes. While this strategy does leave the craft more vulnerable, the risk of such spikes seems to be very low. Now 45 years old, the Voyagers spent their first two decades flying through the solar system, snapping photos of Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus and Neptune as they zoomed by. Voyager 1 also captured the famous pale blue dot photograph of a tiny distant Earth. As they kept going, they continued capturing data and they've long outlived their predecessors, Pioneer 10 and 11, which were the first probes to fly by the gas giants, but shut down more than 20 years ago. Both Voyagers have flown well beyond the Kuiper Belt, a region hosting Pluto and small other icy bodies. And in 2012, Voyager 1 left the heliosphere, the protective bubble of particles and magnetic fields generated by the Sun, beyond which lies the uncharted interstellar medium. Its twin followed six years later, at which point both were officially in interstellar territory, that is, outside the reach of our Sun, cruising at 56,000 kilometers per hour into the unknown. The craft have a handful of scientific instruments still working, a magnetometer, a plasma wave surveyor, a plasma science experiment, a cosmic ray detector, and a low energy charged particle detector. Plus they need some energy to transmit this data and their telemetry back to Earth. But as their energy fades away, the instruments will be switched off one by one until the craft 
will be silently dashing through space with no mission at all, save that of being the bearer of humanity's culture on a special disc curated by the late Carl Sagan, which, if last week's Looking Up podcast is anything to go by, is probably not a good idea. Nevertheless, the Voyager mission is a great testament to the ingenuity and creativity of engineers who had the imagination to see far into the future and design how the craft may deteriorate. If they were in their 30s when the mission was launched, they will be very old by now, and I hope, like my Moulinex food mixer and those Voyager spacecraft, still functioning. For now, this is Ketchel Kirkham, wishing us clear skies. 